0: friends, welcome to the Fullness and Grace podcast. I'm your coach, Laura Genevieve, and on this podcast, I bring you inspiration, education, and motivation to help you dive into the beautiful practice of self-empowerment. I'm so happy to have you here with me today for episode 12, it's easy to feel empowered on a good day, but what about on a bad day? This is something that comes up a lot with my clients, and so I wanted to address it here with you guys today. This is such an important concept to be aware of because life is tough. Life is long. Life has ups and downs daily, right? Sometimes you have great days where you're happy and things are just flowing and nothing goes wrong and you just find yourself enjoying life and feeling like it's great. And then sometimes you have bad days where you're anxious about something or stressed about work or overwhelmed with your kids, or you're just feeling sad and struggling within yourself. And I'm here to tell you, that's okay. That is how life is supposed to be. Life is sometimes great, and life is sometimes hard. One of my favorite coaches named Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School once talked about this on her podcast. She says, 50% of life is going to be good, And 50% of life is going to be hard. That's how it's designed. That's how it's meant to be. The bad days allow you to see and feel and appreciate the good days. And by being aware of that 50-50 rule and by accepting it and knowing that bad days are going to happen and it's not anything that you can control, it can relieve you of so much negativity and stress and disappointment. So if you're anything like me, on bad days when I'm feeling stressed or anxious or sad within myself, I then start beating myself up for feeling stressed or anxious or sad. So then it just adds an additional layer of negativity on my already bad day and I'm just making it even worse. So when I heard Brooke talk about the 50-50 concept and I realized and accepted that some days are just going to be tough, it allowed me to see things a little differently. Now when I'm having bad days, I just let that bad day happen and I just let myself feel bad in the moment because that's my true emotion and that's what I'm feeling. I don't dwell in it. And I don't shame myself for it. I just let the bad day be because I also know that it's not going to be forever. I choose to remember that the bad day will pass. I think to myself, just get through this day. It won't be forever. It's just one of my 50-50 bad days, right? By just allowing it to happen and not beating myself up for feeling bad on a bad day, it helps me move through it and just allow myself to be present in it and support myself through it and believe that it will pass. So, I know the feeling of it's easy to feel empowered on a good day, but what about on a bad day? And so today, I'm going to walk through a couple different things you can turn to on those bad days to help support yourself through it. So first, as we just talked about, don't fight away the bad day. Just accept it and let it happen. It's okay to not feel happy 100% of the time. It's okay to make mistakes sometimes. No one is perfect 100% of the time. Just remind yourself, you're trying your best and that's all the world can ask of you. So on bad days, don't beat yourself up for having a bad day. Remember that everyone has bad days. They'll come and they'll go and that's okay. And what this is, when you don't beat yourself up for having a bad day, that's you giving yourself grace. You're being empathetic for yourself. You're being understanding and caring for yourself. You aren't having discouraging thoughts on top of the bad day that's already happening. You're choosing to be supportive of yourself and not judgmental of yourself. Do you see how this simple shift in your thinking can relieve you of at least a little bit of extra negativity from your already hard day? Giving yourself grace in life is such a powerful, self-empowering thing you can do. And sometimes on really, really tough days, all you can do is give yourself grace and be proud of yourself for getting through the day without beating yourself up. And that's great. And sometimes you can take it even one step further and you can add one more layer to be self-empowered through your bad day. And that is to reflect on your bad day and see if there's anything you can take away from it that can make you stronger. I will say, some bad days are just bad days and they're too hard to look back on or reflect on. But some bad days are created by a pileup of a bunch of different little things that just boil up to make one big bad day, right? And on those days, instead of feeling like the world is out to get you, you can pause for a moment and reflect on it and see if there's anything you can take away from it that can help you feel stronger for your future and more in control of your life. It might seem scary or hard to reflect back on a bad day. But by looking back and being aware of the situation and taking responsibility for your life and acknowledging that you have full control of how you choose to respond in life, it can feel empowering and helpful. So what this reflection can look like is, let's say your bad day started when you left your house and there was awful traffic so you were late for an appointment. Then you go to the gym and you see yourself in the mirror and you feel so fat and you think lots of negative things about yourself. Then you go run errands and it seems like everyone you interact with at the stores are just being rude. Then to top it all off, when you get home, your husband's car battery died and you need to jump his car. That is a long, annoying, bad day, right? So what if that night or the next day, once you're able to sit and calm down and be out of that bad mood, you took a quick look at it and reflected on it. Traffic was awful, so you were late. You felt fat and discouraged at the gym. Everyone around you was being rude. Your husband's car battery died and you needed to jump it. With a mindset of self-reflection and self-empowerment, and making the decision to reflect on your day and choose to find ways to empower yourself, you can reflect and explore it like this. So traffic was awful, so you were late. You can reflect and say to yourself, do I tend to be late a lot? If I had left 10 or 20 minutes earlier, would that extra time have relieved me of feeling rushed and pressured and stressed? Does that road always tend to have traffic? So then why was I so surprised and upset that there was traffic when I know there is always traffic on that road? If I want to set myself up for success and try to relieve myself of unwanted stress in the future, I'm going to try to be intentional for myself and leave just 10 minutes earlier to give myself a little bit of extra time in the future. I know that I feel better when I'm not rushed, so I know that that's something I can do that I have control over and that I'm willing and able to work on. Or you felt fat and discouraged at the gym. This is a deep one. If you really take a second and observe the thoughts you are having about yourself at the gym, you might be really surprised. Are those thoughts the types of things you'd be saying to your best friend about her body? Are those discouraging judgments and criticisms the same things you would say to your best friend? Absolutely not. You'd be encouraging her. You'd look at her and know that you love her no matter what her body looks like, right? You would tell her that you believe in her and that you're proud of her for even being at the gym at all, and that the more you do your consistent workouts, the more you'll improve. Self-talk can be so discouraging and can throw our days completely out of whack. It takes practice to be aware of your thoughts, and it takes time to get to a place where you love yourself and support yourself and believe in yourself, But the first step is to be aware of it. Be aware of the way you're talking to yourself in your mind. And I do a deep dive of thought management in episodes two and three of the podcast. So definitely go back and check them out if you think you could use some help with your thought management. Our third example, everyone around you is being rude. It can feel really personal when someone is rude to you. You are being kind and you want to be joyful. So why do they have to be so rude and negative, right? I totally get it. Sometimes other people's moods and action can totally bum us out. But if you choose to remember that you cannot control other people and how they act and that you can only control how you choose to respond to it, it can relieve you of a lot of negativity. If the people you came into contact with throughout the day were all negative, That has nothing to do with you. Maybe they were having a bad day of their own or they're struggling with something internally that's causing them to feel down and unable to show up as their best self. By not letting other people's actions have control over your own mood, it's life-changing. If someone is rude, you can just experience it, take it in, say to yourself, dang, that was rude. And then just continue on with your day, not letting another person's negativity creep into your heart and cause you to feel angry or offended or upset. Instead of saying, how dare that Starbucks person treat me like that? You can think, oh, dang, they must be having a bad day. And then just step to the side and think about how delicious your coffee is going to be and think about what other errands you have on your to-do list that day. In our last example, your husband's car battery died and you needed to jump it. So annoying, right? After a long day, you want to just go inside, eat dinner, and wind down. You don't want to have to mess with a car. This is a perfect example of something that you cannot control. In life, sometimes things like this happen. It's the worst, but you just have to accept the fact that annoying things are going to happen. All you can do is just shrug your shoulders and say, This is the worst, but all right, let's get this taken care of so I can keep going on with my day. Sometimes things are going to happen that are out of your control. If you're able to just accept that and deal with it and intentionally not let it ruin the rest of your day, that can relieve you of so much stress. These are just simple little examples of what a bad day could look like and how you can reflect on it and pull some good learnings out for yourself. So now, how can you apply this to your life? Are there any little things in your life that continuously cause you frustration or stress that you actually do have control over, that you can intentionally try to change so that you can relieve yourself of some negativity? Or are there any areas in your life that you find yourself thinking negative thoughts about yourself that then cause a good day to turn into a bad day? How can you be aware of those and try to shift those thoughts to be more supportive of you? Or do you ever find yourself letting other people's actions control your mood? How can you be more aware of that and realize that rudeness has nothing to do with you and to just let it go and move on with your day? And the better and better you get at being self-aware in the moment and being aware of your thoughts in the moment, Eventually, you'll be able to do this self reflection in real time and adjust your thoughts in real time during bad days to help support yourself and help mend the bad day, even if it's just by shifting your thoughts and perspective just a little bit. It was so lovely to have you here with me today. I hope you feel empowered by this message and feel encouraged for when those hard days might come across you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Fullness and Grace Podcast. I am your coach, Laura Genevieve. And if you're interested in getting support through one on one coaching with me, check me out on Instagram at Fullness and Grace or learn more about the True You coaching program at FullnessandGrace.com. Sending you all my love and light.